Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what is going on? This is Jeff Hartman, senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for another episode of the Steelers Preview. Joined as always, a little bit later than usual, but that's okay. Uh, our podcast producer, Brian Anthony Davis. What's going on, Brian? Not too much, and congr- congratulations, but I prefer to call you Senior Editor. Ah, yes. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take that. I'll, yeah, definitely. The editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, Dave Schofield. What's up, David? Senor. El Senor. Jefferson. Okay, sorry. Um, that's not a, I, I think I just mixed accents. Um, <laughs> wow. What a day. That's all I have to say. I mean, there's not much to talk about. I'm really not sure. We're going to have to really scrape the bottom of the barrel here. Um, no, there's a ton to talk about. Um, it, I, I wanted to start with going what happened first today, but we're, we're going to push that back. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's start with the biggest news. The biggest news of the day was that David DeCastro was released by the Pittsburgh Steelers, and everyone was like, what's going on? I have my own thoughts on this. Um, he did talk with, I think Joe Starkey of the Pittsburgh post-gazette and Brian, did you read that article by chance? I read, I read the tweets and I also listened to Joe on the fan. So I was not able to catch his show today. I, I think Joe's fantastic actually, but you know, I kind of believe it. Um, he has a great relationship. He has had David DeCastro and Villanueva live in studio before. So he's has a pretty good relationship with them. So I feel it's pretty valid that DeCastro was tweeting him. Well, and basically from the crux of what I read is that Joe interviewed Dave and David DeCastro said he does have to have another surgery on his ankle and that he's not sure if he's going to be able to play again, 
but he said he would be fine if he quote unquote called it a day, meaning called it a career. So Dave, I want to throw it over to you. What do you think is going to happen with David DeCastro first? Let's not talk about we'll, we'll get to the implications on the Steelers offensive line and things like that. But what do you think happens with David DeCastro here in the coming uh, weeks or months? It's it's very interesting because it really depends on what the story is leading up to it. If it really is the whole notion of, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to play again, then I think he will hang it up because that was, then that was the right move by the Steelers. Cause you know, if, if he doesn't know if he's going to play anymore, you can't sign him to an extension. And if, he doesn't know that he's if he's going to need another surgery. He doesn't even know if he's going to play this year. You don't want to put him on IR and continue to have that huge cap hit when you don't have. I mean, when when you're probably going to be done with him after this year anyway. It was the I think it came down to the whole idea of is he going to be healthy enough to play, and they didn't think he is. So therefore, I'm the fact that the Steelers are like thank you for your service and everything and putting it out there makes me think that this was a big discussion between the two that maybe DeCastro is like, I'm not going to be good to play this year, but I, and I think I'm going to retire, but I'm not hundred percent sure yet. And the Steelers needed to move on, you know, or they, I mean, that's what they had to do. They had to move on or get stuck with it. Yeah. Brian, what's your take on what? where does DeCastro go from here? Do you think he plays again, or do you think he hangs it up? Well, I don't think uh, he will see the field at all in 2021, and that's what the Steelers found out from what I understand, what I believe in my own head, just talking to David DeCastro, with him not talking to the media last week, with all the smoke that turned into fire that I poo-pooed and said, ah, DeCastro, it's uh, nothing to worry about. I said that. Boy, was I wrong. But they knew something, and it's almost a, a show of respect between player and team and team and player by saying, look, I'm not going to retire because I might want to come back, but if you go ahead and release me, things will work out, and then you could be free of me because I I don't know if I'll ever be back again. So that's, that's kind of a – to me, I kind of like that move by both sides. This is not – there's no anger in this situation. They were having talks last week in minicamp. It was probably, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if this was something that they were waiting to see how it played out and maybe second opinions, maybe there were doctor's appointments. All I know that what we were thinking last week when there was a free agent visit, then we realized that, hey, you know what? He wasn't talking to the media all week. He wasn't active. He was the only one, and everyone was thinking, oh, he's mad. He doesn't care about football. No. He obviously cared about football for being in the facility, for being giving the Steelers respect to be there by showing up, and they were able to have conversations most likely. Yeah, they, what a weird situation. I talked about it extensively on my live podcast Tuesday night about how he, he showed up once at mini camp and they never was interviewed and didn't even participate in anything, not even individual drills. It was just weird. And then when Trey Turner visited on Friday, that's when a bunch of red flags went up and I'm thinking to myself, DeCastro is not coming back and they're, they're doing their diligence. So let's talk about who they got. So I didn't expect this to happen the same day, uh, no, but didn't. yet here we are. I, I wrote an entire article about guards that are available. It's going to just run tomorrow at seven o'clock in the morning on Friday. And that's going to be deleted. now. <laughs> I, might still, <laughs> I might still run it and just give a list and just eliminate Trey Turner and say, like, 
here are some players that are still out there in case they want to keep adding guards. I don't know. In case they but, want to have competition. There you go. Maybe, yeah, just change exactly. Jeff. There exactly. you got it. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, <laughs> then the live anywho. chat will be heart. The live chat, they'll yell at you. They'll be like, Hartman, you idiot. They just signed Trey Turner. Oh, yeah. The comment section will be fantastic. So Trey Turner (laughs) comes to the Steelers. I don't know much about him. Dave kind of filled me in a little bit. Dave, go ahead and tell us what you know about Trey Turner, because I'm sure there's other fans out there that are like me. They're like, "Uh, I don't even know who this guy is. Okay. Well, Brian was asking me before before we came on live, before Jeff Hobb was ready to roll. And... And I'll try to give you as short of an answer as I gave him, but I'm actually working on something for the website for tomorrow about how Trey Turner and David DeCastro had very similar narratives, you know, basically fan narratives about them coming into this season. Trey Turner didn't have a team. He was released from the Chargers. He got traded to the Chargers. We don't know. He missed seven out of the first eight games, and then he was not good. He was out of all the players that had enough snaps to count by pro football focus, he was the second to, to worst guard and he was by far the worst run blocking guard. Um, that's what they had. But so he obviously was not the five straight pro bowler that he was. Yes. It could have been change of scenery, but it really was about the injury. The Castro had a very similar narrative too, that even though he made the pro bowl last year, a lot of sealer fans were scratching their head about that because uh, they knew he was not having a great year. And for both players, it's kind of like if they could get back, you know, if they could get healthy and get back to playing how they played before 2020, then you've got a great player. That's what Steelers Nation was hoping that they had in David DeCastro. Now we find out now our hopes and dreams were, were dashed this afternoon. You could have a very similar story with Turner, but at least he was available. It seems like he would have been able to participate at minicamp had he had already been signed by then. Something of that nature. So it's very similar. He's never been all pro like DeCastro. But, I mean, he was five straight years of the Pro Bowl with the Panthers. Um, so there's potential there. But the, you've got to get back to that potential, just like we were hoping to get back to that same type of player DeCastro was before last year. And before I throw it to Brian, I want to say if anyone out there is thinking that they're going to be able to sign someone that is still a street free agent that wasn't just recently released, which has not happened, and it's past mandatory minicamp, and they're going to find someone that's up, oh, that this guy's going to be perfect. It doesn't exist. It just does not exist right now. That everyone else is that's worth a contract is under contract. But I want to throw this to to Brian because he's a numbers guy and Maddie Peverell. From down under, Ooh. one of our touchdown under guys gives us two ninety nine, two dollars and ninety nine dingo doll. What is that? Is it cents? I don't even know what it's called. Anyways, <laughs> um, he's what is Trey Turner's number going to be? We know number seventy is retired. So Brian, what do you? What number do you think Trey Turner will get? This is in your wheelhouse, man. This is yeah, it is. <laughs> you know what? I I have not even had a chance to think about it. Right off the bat, I could see something like. 78. I don't know what else is available right now. It's not going to be 66, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's, there's a lot of numbers there that aren't available. You've got 90 guys in camp right now. I, um, something, it might be a number that it just might be a number right now. And that number changes on September 12th. You know, I mean, that's something that they, they might look at. I'm really not concerned about that i haven't looked at the roster to see what's available yet but i mean 78 jumps out at me uh 
is if 73 is available and i don't think it is no no carlos has 73 71 did anyone take filer's old number that's joe haig joe haig 71 they're the only number in the 70s that's available is 78 so it could be it could be a 63 you know i mean it could be something like that um but that's uh 63 and 64 are both uh, available I love me some Matty P, but Matty, thanks for giving us the the dingo dollars to talk about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's go re- let's go to this one. Um, Monster nineteen gives us four ninety nine. Those are it's American currency. It says thanks for the coverage, guys. Y'all get me through the workday. I, on behalf of all of our behind the steel curtain podcasters, whether it's live on YouTube or audio only, say thank you to all the listeners. <laughs> if we didn't have the people in the live chat right now at. 10:15 East Coast time. The want to talk about Trey Turner and want to hear talk about um, David DeCastro being released. You all energize us too. So by all means, thank you for the tip. We appreciate you all as well. Okay, so let's talk about the now the gaping hole that was left with David DeCastro left, and what are the options? So Trey Turner was signed. I don't know what side he normally played on, whether it was right or left. Right. So he was normally right. So you would think. You take the veteran, keep him there. You keep Dotson on the left. Uh, what are your all's thoughts about the offensive line, the way we're shading, shaping up right now? Dave, go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to kind of do this to kind of answer. I was trying to type in the live chat, but that's so hard to do when the show starts. Um, yeah. So I'm, I, I said something kind of really brief to, to Andrew Wilbar. I'm sorry that I didn't explain better, but it was he said, I wish they would have just waited to roster cutdowns. They could have probably got someone better. I I think that's not the right move at all. You need somebody that's going to be there through training camp. You have to have somebody through training camp. So I think this is a much better move to grab him now. It's really going to come down to the, what the salary ends up being. Um, There's already some speculation that when the Steelers sign guys to one-year contracts, it's generally for like that minimum amount Um, that anything more than that, they generally do two years. And then, you know, load the second year that they could get out of it as well. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out. But they needed this because also think about, you know, how many starts do these guys really have on the offensive line right now? When you add them all up, that's a that's a good numbers thing that I probably need to. Depends on who. Depends on who your center is. No, I'm no, I'm not even talking about starts. I'm just talking about all the options of every option that they have. I mean, so to me, do you really want, I mean, granted, you like to have guys that have been been around there and been in the room, but at least you have someone that has the potential and has the, I don't really say hardware, but accolades um, in the past that could come in and at least try to be the guy. And then if they found out that he's not working out and it's not a big deal, then you look for other guys at roster cutdowns. So now I got to get back to the exact question you asked, which I can't remember because I guess Seattle has two losses. I don't well, know. just know it was what, <laughs> what exactly are you expecting from the Steelers offensive line this year? I mean, it's uncertain at every Missouri spot. I mean, it, it's, it's become a bigger question mark because I was talking about those, those similar narratives. David DeCastro was a known to Steelers fans, you know, been here since 2012 and everything. You knew what you had in DeCastro. So therefore you were a little bit more, well, if he's healthy, we should be all right. 
Trey Turner's an unknown to most Steeler fans, even if you've watched him other places. He's not part of, of, of the history yet. So, therefore, you're not going to be maybe as optimistic that he's going to possibly work out. Maybe you are. But the state of this line is I think they at least put something in place that seems to have similar, you know, not quite as – I mean, we should stop talking about trying to replace David DeCastro just like with Marquise Pouncey. Those guys were great – Steelers. I mean, we're not talking about that, but just the show must go on, you know, next man up, you've got to have a right guard in there. So at least they did something with someone who could possibly fill it out and we'll see how it works through the preseason. All right, Brian, your shot at this question. What do you think (laughs) about the Steelers offensive line heading into the season? It's in disarray right now. It, It really is the coward signing. I, excuse me, the, uh, the Trey Turner signing right now is the best you can do at this point. And you could not, you could not critique this. This is not a desperate sign. This is something they've been in contact with him over probably close to seven days. Now they've had a week to think about it. They've, what would you want? Would you rather have the Steelers not bring this guy in and kick the tires on him and go with the Hags and the cowards those guys would you rather that and have have those guys but you have pedigree in this guy you have a guy that has five pro bowls that has been has done enough to go ahead and have those accolades okay he was he was traded then he was cut i get all that but you have an offensive line right now that you're just putting pieces together and you're hoping it fits you have Rashad Coward backing him up. He's probably he's probably going to fight for a job here. Nobody's excited about that. You have a question mark in a knee at right tackle. Someone I think is very good in Zach Banner, but that's scary. You're either going with the sh- with uh, short arms and a skinny waist at center in, in BJ Finney, or a complete unknown third round draft pick that you're hoping is going to come in and be the next. Coming of Marquise Pouncey. The biggest known you have right now, the biggest two knowns you have are Chuksa Korafor that's moving from the right side to the left side and a guy that you love but's only going into his second year in Kevin Dotson. So, my gosh, this is, this is a big wish and a hope and just hope you catch lightning in a bottle because if not... This is this sets things back. But my question to you both, would have you rather you find out that David DeCastro's injured and be a question mark and find out by week six that oh he's never he's not coming back this season whatsoever because of surgery, or pick up the pieces now? I mean, financially, but yeah, I will. <laughs> financially, they had to, I think they had to make this move now. Yeah. Um it saved them over $8 million. They needed that money to not only sign Trey Turner, but maybe if they save enough, they'll be able to actually sign some other players. If they're looking yeah. at anybody, maybe someone like Malik hooker who they met with. I'm not sure. I just think that it's, it's yeah, you could have been patient, but I think to Castro, like you said, I think it was amicable on both sides. He, he understood the situation. Dave, what do you think? Yeah. Um, I'm really glad it's now because the worst would have been training camp. 
Yeah. You know, you if you talk about then being on the pup list or IR or everything, and then you're eating that entire cow. I mean, he's he was the fourth highest salary cap going into the season at the the moment he was released. So I mean, it was 14 million, and it's still five, almost six million dollars in um in debt. Well, I don't think it was almost six, but it was over five million dollars. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head in in dead money. So five and a half. There you go. Um, but then at least you have some resources to do something else. So that would have been the absolute worst case scenario was having it, having it even going halfway to training camp, let alone week six. If, if David DeCastro was not going to be, I mean, take, take it, take it to the, to the next step. What if David DeCastro came back? And even was, and it wasn't that he was six weeks in and he wasn't still was able to play. And this might have been what bad meant in the first place. What if he was just such a shell of him form his former self because of the injury so much that you're just like, we can't even put this guy on the field. He he's got to he, he's got to go to a reserve role. I mean, that would have been tragic. I would have much rather it happened now for the Steelers' sake and hopefully even for DeCastro's sake, because the last thing you wanted to do is is see him struggle even more than what he did at the end of last year. Like you said, Dave, this reeked of them setting up a retirement announcement. And when was the last time the Steelers released a player and then put a a tweet out with a picture of DeCastro or the player and said, thank you for your nine years of service. Like when was that ever happened? Maybe it did. I don't remember it. I'll put it that way. And we have to pay pretty close attention to these silly things. So um, the Steelers do have options. I want to make this very clear. They do have options at guard on their roster currently. If you think about it, depends on who wins the center job. Let's say Kendrick Green wins at center. Then BJ Finney would then be an option at guard. JC Hasnauer can also play guard. Rashad Coward can play guard. And now, clearly, Trey Turner, we know Kevin Dotson, are other guards on the roster. Likewise, if BJ Finney wins the job, well, then Kendra Green can play guard. He played more guard than he did center at Illinois senior year. So they do have options. They do have options. Um, can I ask me, a question go. about that? Yeah, sure. Here's the question If Kendrick Green shows that he's starter ready, would where would at you prefer him guard, start? At guard or center? Yeah, what, but what I'm saying, no, oh. what I'm saying is, what if he oh. proves that he's at a level that he's ready to be a starter at the beginning of the season? Where would you rather have him starting? Good, Brian. What do you think? I love what Dave's saying here. He's absolutely correct. If Kendrick Green is starter ready, you put him at center and you start, you start his career now and you start the future now and you put Finney at guard where he was. He's done okay for you at guard before. In fact, I think he's been better at guard than he has been at center with his history with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So you're probably better off there. I agree with Brian. I do. I do. Let me ask you all this question before we move on from the news of David DeCastro and Trey Turner. With what has happened and transpired on Thursday – does it change your outlook on the 2021 season at all? Dave, Brian, we'll start with you this time. Yeah, I, I mean, slightly. Let's just say that because I'm going to go back. I'm the guy that talks about 2008 all the time. And that was 
not their best offensive line in history. Probably one of their worst offensive lines, especially for a playoff or a championship team. It was their worst championship offensive line or a playoff offensive line. It was not good. How, and they had a lot of patchwork. They had a lot of moving around. There's a lot of ifs here. So I think there's going to be some guys that are going to pay off. I'm a banner guy. I really like Banner. I like what he does with the run. I I feel that he can protect the quarterback as well. But on the right side, he's a tackle that's going to help you more with the run. I think they're going to find some magic at center in Kendrick Green. And that's what we're hoping on. So if you get somebody good in Kendrick Green and that works, and then you get what you got and more from Kevin Dotson, then you're on your way. This Trey Turner signing, this could be better than it is bad. In fact, I'm going to predict that this is, if he works out, awesome. If he doesn't, you have what you had with the Castro. You have, you're looking at putting someone else in there. So this is, there's more upside than downside in this move right now to me. So I'm worried, yes. And I'm not a pessimistic Steeler fan. I've never been. I'm always the bright side guy. Um, but with that being said, this is, we were pinning our hopes and dreams for the running game and the offensive line on a healthy David DeCastro and it's gone. So now we've got to move forward and pin our hopes and dreams on Trey Turner being healthy and being good and other guys stepping up. All right, Dave, what about you? Is your outlook changed after what's happened on Thursday? Now, it's interesting because I'm the one who talked about the different types of fans earlier in the week, and that was quite interesting. But I always relate to the optimistic fan and the optimistic fan of any NFL team. And I'm sorry, I don't care how bad your team was the year before, you should have that, you should have high expectations going into the next year. It is a professional sports business. It's not like MLB where there's no salary cap and you know that you're done before the first pitch is thrown. This is the NFL, and what do you know? Different teams can do different things. You get lightning in a bottle with the right coach and the right players, and you could make a massive turnaround in one year. And if your team was terrible the year before, you should hope that they can find a way to to turn it around and play above what their expected level the next year. And that's what I'm always going to do. So I still have expectations for this team, but it really, I think what's changed more than anything is how much I thought things were going to center around the offensive line. That's just now even greater that I thought that the big, that the quote unquote wild card, remember I messed up what a wild card was last week. So we'll say, I'll get it right this week. What the wild card was going into the season was the offensive line. I now think it's an even bigger wild card, but did you guys listen to stat geek this morning? Yeah. Okay. What really makes successful real super bowl teams for the Steelers? It's not their offense. No, it's a defense. It's their defense. So I would be much more concerned if you were dealing with something like this on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, that was just thrown more into my face when I had to break down that question. If you haven't listened to it, make sure you go back and listen to it. That uh, that it's it's really about the defense. It always has been. I do have to ask myself, what the heck is, is Ben Roethlisberger thinking? 
I mean, you went from your best friend in Marquis Pouncey. I'm still crazy. It's still crazy to me that Pouncey didn't return for this season, knowing Ben was going to be back, but he retires. And so Ben's like, oh, that's okay. I'll still come back. And then he, he's, he watches Villanueva go to the Ravens. He watches um, now David DeCastro get released. I mean, he's probably like, oh my gosh. I mean, just from 2018, that whole line is gone. It's gone. And it's insane to think about. Um, they, I, I, my outlook hasn't really changed too much, but I just don't have any clue what Trey Turner brings to this team because I just don't know. And I'm not going to pretend that I know. And there's a lot of people on Twitter right now that are, oh, well, look at Trey Turner's PFF score. I don't care about that stuff, nor am I going to parrot it around and say, like, look at me, look at what I know. No, no. It was really good before last year. <laughs> it was really good before last year, yeah. So, in like Dave said, the wild card, it's the offensive line. And it's been the offensive line from the start. Now, I do want to leave this topic, but I want to give you all an opportunity to kind of, is there anything else you want to discuss about guard, about the offensive line, about – Trey Turner, David DeCastro, anything. Brian, anything you want to add? Yeah, how's uh, Ramon Foster looking these days? Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, no, seriously, I want to wrap up the Trey Turner thing with one comment. They're better off with the idea of Trey Turner and the presence of Trey Turner than they aren't. Okay. Dave, what about you? Anything to add? Yeah, I mean, Brian kind of summed it up. I mean, the Steelers' offensive line took a hit this afternoon. They got a bounce back. We don't know if the bounce back is going is is comes back up to what the hit that they took. That's what time will tell. But at least they didn't sit back and say, "Oh, next man up, we'll roll with what we got." They went out and proactively tried to do it something. Speaking of Ramon Foster, if you actually follow him on Twitter. It was probably towards maybe a month after the Steelers season ended after the playoff loss. And he tweeted a photo that the Steelers sent him all of the items from his locker. He said, I guess it's really over. They kept it for an entire season thinking maybe he'll come back. And if he does, we'll have his, he has, he had Tennessee flip-flops in there. They put his helmet in there. All this. So that was, I thought that was pretty interesting. And he said that, I guess it's over. So he was done anyway. <laughs> All right, so we're going we're gonna to take a break. There was other news that did happen on Thursday that we have to get to. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook Live, you don't go anywhere. We're not going anywhere. If you're listening on the audio side, jump over to part two to catch out the uh, to catch the other news that took place on Thursday morning. I'm sorry. Yeah, Thursday morning. I'm nuts. Be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.